gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Vinny. Vinny, what's happening? Time to make the f***ing donuts. Phil, it is time to throw out all the old stale donuts from last week, and we're going to drop some new, fresh donuts in the fryer today. Phil Bobbitt is kind enough to join us from CBS Sportsline. I love it, Vince. This is one of my favorite weeks of the year. I'm a guy, I, I thrive in chaos, and uh, you know, there's a lot of moving targets out here this weekend. This is going to be a very fun and exciting slate. You know, you talked about last week. Didn't quite go your way. It was close. Um, I treaded water, Vince. I was 7-5. and five. My sides were 4-0, and oh, so I was locked in on that. Uh, not great on the player props. Uh, Lamar Jackson took a big 0-3 there with him. Uh, got to the window two out of three with Fields. <clears throat> uh, he was, you know, doing his thing. One of them was the anytime touchdown plus two ten, so that was sweet. And we cashed again, Vince, with Josh Allen anytime. Probably the last time we'll see it at plus money. Uh, but bingo, that's just a, a gift that keeps on giving during the holiday season. So that I'm excited, great. Vince. Are you pumped up for Week 18? Uh, I, I am kind of. I'm surprised. I, I have more. Um you know, interest in some of these games than I thought I would. And uh, I think, you know, there's still some good football to be, to be played here in the, the last week of the season. Yeah, it's been, it's been a long time um, since I can remember so many teams still having, you know, situations that can allow them to get into the playoffs. I think there's 20 teams yeah. uh, that are still alive through. Some would need magic tricks to get in others just winning in yeah. um but mm-hmm. uh, uh just a very very exciting weekend of football at that you know in in most part there's some really yeah. boring games coming our way but um i'm excited to get into it where do yeah. you want to start I just pick a pick pick a game let's do this thing yeah why don't we start in uh you know saturday tomorrow's games do you like uh you want to start with the steelers you want to start with the texans you mean the Colts, um, my my favorite NFL team, the Indianapolis Colts. Let's start with Pittsburgh heading to okay. Baltimore. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a mostly a, a win and in condition here, traveling to just absolute stone cold rival, the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Steelers are three point favorites on the road. This total, they're expecting fireworks, 34 and a half. You can have the Steelers on the money line, minus 170. The Ravens, plus 155. Um, You know, there's a lot of talk about this being like a preseason game to the Baltimore Ravens. And John Harbaugh is probably the preseason king. The guy just loves to win football games, even if they don't count. Um, Vince, how do you see this game playing out? And then I'm going to give you the right answer when you're done. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is a weird one. The Steelers varsity versus the Ravens JV, but plus a couple of varsity players. You can't sit everybody. Um, uh, well, this is what we have last week, Mike Tomlin locked up his 17th winning season in a row, love him or hate him. That's pretty impressive. Um, but he has yet to make the playoffs with a quarterback, not named Roethlisberger yet. So mm. we'll see if he can break that streak. Um, I'm treading lightly here. Uh, I am leaning Pittsburgh as is, uh, I think, most everyone here. But the line um, has come back down to three. It went, uh, I think, as high as four. I might have saw a four-and-a-half flash. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to three. Uh, I just, you know, there's one angle here that I really like, and that's 
regardless of who takes the field, the Ravens run defense uh, is a little bit banged up right now. Um, their entire linebacker core started the week on the injury list. Um, and the list itself is right up there with in length with the, with the Browns, the Packers, the Dolphins, they're just real hurt. And um, you're, you're, you're right. King of the preseason. But um, I think we see some guys more than we think uh, on, on the bench in this game. So um, I, I lean Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm full steam ahead. Hit the train button on the Baltimore Ravens. I'm, I'm taking the points here. Um, last year, Vince, I don't know if you knew this. Tyler Huntley was a pro bowler. Um, the guy can make some plays. He's, he's like Lamar Jackson light. You know, he can do a lot of the things that Lamar Jackson does. Um, he's not as good in the red zone, but uh, this is going to be just a, a gross weather game. Uh, you know, they're, they're calling for rain or snow or wind. It's just going to be absolutely gross. Um, and, you know, the Ravens, I think, are just one of the deepest lineups in the NFL. So, you know, yeah, Lamar is going to sit. Uh, Odell's probably going to sit. But, you know, they, they, yeah, they still out. got, yeah, the, Gus Edwards is still going to give it a go. Um, you know, they, they've got pieces that can still make plays. Isaiah likely is still going to be out there. These are, you know, and likely on any other team without Mark Andrews is probably a top five tight end in the league. Um, Mika Fitzpatrick I, I was questionable this week in, in practice. Must win situations, Vince, don't equate to will win. You know, I, that's sure. just a belief I have. And if you're in a must win situation, that must mean that you're pretty average, you know, to, to have put yourself in this situation. Um, so, yes, congratulations, Mike Tomlin, another winning season. But can you imagine what situation they'd be in if he didn't stay handcuffed to Mitch Trubisky for so long? So, oh, yeah, yeah. Tomlin's, Tomlin's won some games, but he is, has made some some terrible tactical errors this this year as well. Um, now you have to go into Baltimore and beat them. This mm-hmm. Baltimore team is going to be revved up to, to just stick a dagger in the Steelers season and send them home. I know you can't rest everybody on a 53-man roster. I still like what the Ravens are going to put out there. I think Huntley can move the chains, especially with the new OC. It's a good system. Give me the Ravens plus three. That's a, that's a good play uh, there with Huntley. I didn't realize he was a pro bowler until you said that. That's amazing how he somehow made the pro bowl last year. Well, it was a miracle. There was a, a lot of uh, alternates. I think uh, Derek I Carr was also, he was also a pro bowler. But, I see um, that. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm, I'm even going to take a little sprinkle on, on Huntley's anytime touchdown. It's plus 450 over Bet365. I think that's worth a sprinkle. That's the only prop I have for the game, but I am taking Baltimore with the points. Okay. Um, yeah, like I was saying about the, the run defense, you know, it's been a little bit banged up. I, I do like... Uh, the Steelers run game, obviously I've been on them most of the year. Um, Najee's a little bit banged up, but I did, I did see he's only 72 yards away from a thousand yards this season. Um, so I fully expect he he's off the injury report as of today. So they're going to mm-hmm. give him a go. Um, you know, they, they've got everything uh, on the line here, obviously. Um, that's what they do. They give the ball to Najee and then they throw the ball to Jalen on third down. Um, but I think, you know, maybe they'll feed him a little bit early, see if he can bust a couple runs, get close to that thousand. Uh, if he can't get there, you know, I could see maybe uh, Jalen uh, taking over, maybe to try to bust a couple uh, longer ones. He's a little more efficient, mm-hmm. um, and so we'll we'll see what happens there. I do have a a little uh, you know alt line 
Same great, same game prop there. I'm looking for Jalen Warren over seven and a half touches and Najee over 13 and a half. That is good. We got that in the book club earlier this week. And uh, yep, I, I played that one. Um, and and it, it, it spoke to my heart, Vince, because, you know, with Pittsburgh, they are like an enigma wrapped in a riddle with their player props. You know, you, you feel good about Deontay Johnson and then George Pickens has a day or you think it's going to be Najee Harris and it's Jalen Warren's day. You, you just never can get on the right side. So here you are. We'll take some alt lines on both the guys. And I, I think we're getting right to the window. Yeah. I also so, like George Pickens in this game. He's my other prop. So I have him over 55 and a half straight up uh, by himself for plus a hundred. Okay. That, that feels good too. So, um, why don't we just talk about this other Saturday game now? Vince, I, I, you know, as our, our loyal listeners and you know, we've got some Indianapolis futures in play here. I've got them to make the playoffs right around even money. Uh, I've got them to win the division uh, at three to one. I believe it was a couple weeks ago. That has since gotten worse since they, they lost to Atlanta. But, um, mm. the, you know, those futures are in play here. And this is a, a winning in situation. So, if I didn't have those, I would be laying the lumber with Indy. Uh, but, you know, since I do, it's, it's basically the same bet. So I'm, I'm just going to stay off the game. Um, but, you know, these two coaches um, have just done an incredible, incredible job this year. Shane Steichen getting the Colts on the verge of a, a, a playoff berth with a backup quarterback and just a hodgepodge of pieces. Uh, Jonathan Taylor was out most of the year. Anthony Richardson has been out since the very beginning. You know, and then Houston, um, you know, they're getting it done behind a rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud. Sure, he's sort of come back down to earth the last, you know, month or so of games he's actually played in, plus he's been hurt. Um, you know, just these two teams have really, really overachieved. Do you have a, a play in this game, or are you sitting it out and rooting for the Colts with me? Well, I'm rooting for the Colts with you, but uh, I, I'm on the other side of this one, unfortunately. Um and um, a cool fact here, though, Gardner has, will earn or has earned uh, $2 million in incentives for playing 65% of the snaps this year, uh, which is 25%, 20, yeah, 25% of his entire career earnings. So that is good for him. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Minshew yeah, um, mania, baby. Yeah. Yeah, these teams are, are really kind of similarly um, statted out. Um, each have also some – it's kind of a yin and yang thing when you look at the – the strengths and weaknesses of each other, but I think it's going to be a close game, but man, if CJ exploits the, the Colts pass defense again, like he did in week two, man, it's going to be hard for Gardner to, to kind of uh, match him blow for blow. I think, you know, w- since week five, Phil, and he's going to have to, uh, because the Texans are absolutely, absolutely shutting down opposing running game since week five, they've allowed an average of 79 yards rushing per game. That's incredible. Those first that four week- weeks was was over was 120. Oh, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say that would be number one in the league uh, if that was over the course of the year. Exactly, and to put that in perspective, so the Bears, who are number one, have let up 84 per game, but they've just done it more consistently. Uh, but D'Amico got that defense um, humming after the first few weeks there. So, I mean, I, I love, I love your, you know, the Colts to make. I, I'm in on the Colts to make the playoffs. I love the whole thing, the Gardner Minshew mania. But man, it just, I think they're going to need a, a small miracle. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, it, if you're going to take the Texans here uh, on the money line, or, or which is what I would recommend if, if you're going to play it that way, 
it's still a you can still hedge your position if he tailed us on the the Colts to make the playoffs or uh, the Colts to win the division more specifically. So I, I get it, I get what you're doing, um, but I'm you know I'm I'm in the the Colts Colts bandwagon here leading the way. Shane Steichen, you know the, he has been sort of a, a hard coach to get a read on, you know, with player props and stuff like that because if they get behind. They let Gardner Minshew just run loose, and it's pass, 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 pass. And then if they get up early, you know they'll they'll run the ball ten or twelve times in a row just to to bleed the clock out. So he is one of the most, um, you know, just hard guys to get a read on uh, with player props. So I'm I'm staying off of that. Uh, but I man, Vince, I just yeah. I see the Colts winning this game. It's it's indoors. Um, you know, the the city of Indy is probably very excited. I go Colts. That's all I have to say. Go Colts. And man, it doesn't look like anyone, by the way, thinks Dalton Schultz is going to get his uh, his 250K incentive for six receptions plus. He's, his over five and a half is at plus 220 right now. Um, yeah, I mean, but the, the Colts are terrible against tight ends. Um, Schultz, I think, is top five in the league in red zone targets. I, I think I read somewhere that he's has like 14 of them or something. So um, he's had bad luck when it comes to touchdowns. I think he has two, three, but his anytime touchdown is plus 260. So he does get the volume and I think it's worth a look. So Ooh, if I did have are, to play a, what's that? You are correct. 14 red zone targets, uh, 21% share, five touchdowns. That's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's not a bad, plus I'm pretty impressed that my brain held onto that all week. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't write that down anywhere. So that's cool. So uh, I think Dalton Schultz is worth a look at plus 260 for an anytime teeter. There you go. Cool. Uh, let's move on. This is a game that has big implications to us, Vince. Now, I, I don't necessarily have a side. I'm not sure you will either. But we need to talk about Tampa Bay heading down to Carolina. Uh, Tampa Bay, with a win, can lock up the division. And they're doing it behind the arm and legs of a resurgent Baker Baker touchdown maker. Hell yeah! um, we love this guy here. We locked in for him to win comeback player of the year. I think that was at 12 to one or something last week. Um, They went ahead and laid an egg last week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. You know, didn't look good. That thing stretched out all the way to 20 to one in some places. But, you know, news has surfaced that Baker can clinch just a bunch of incentive money. We're talking like two million dollars. Two million bucks. Yeah. With a, a bunch of pass yards and touchdowns and win the division and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And also, his comeback player of the year number went from that 20 to 1. Now it's down to 10 to 1 in anticipation mm-hmm. of beating the lowly Panthers. Will <laughs> Carolina be motivated? Because we saw them basically quit last week. Do you have a side in this game, or are we just rooting for Baker Futures? Absolutely have a side in this game. Uh, Let's hear when it. In, when in you're in for Tampa Bay, but not only are you in, you are the number four seed. Wild. Um, you're right about the two million. I think he gets two million for just making the playoffs, Phil. I, I think the extra stuff is on top. I, I, it's he's going to be That's, he's going to be very rich. Scrooge McDuck in it after this game, um, and he's up against Bryce Young. Do we does need to analyze this Panthers? game? <laughs> yes, he does. We okay. don't need to talk any more about this game anymore. Uh, no, but the Panthers did keep it close when they played in Week 13. Uh, but that was also right after the Frank Reich firing, which we all know is is prime time to to jump on a team. Um, the the Bucks are giving up the most uh, yards through the air in the entire league, and we watched and profited from what Bryce did 
to another defense like that. But Bryce threw against the Bucks in Week 13, and he looked like Bryce. So I'm throwing that out the window. Uh, Baker's rib injury scares me a little bit. Uh, the Panthers blitz at the 10th highest rate in the league, but the Bucks O-line is also top 10 in pass protection. On the Panthers' side, they're going to be without their kicker, Eddie Pinheiro. They're going to be without their best cover corner, J.C. Horn, and their best run stopper, Marquise Haynes. So Rashad White should have a nice game here. I'll take the touchdown maker, laying the points, four and a half, for a unit. And this requires no sex. All right. We don't have to have sex with Baker Mayfield. No, no sex at all. Right. Okay. Good. Good. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm with you. That's the way I lean on this game. Um, you know, I was You're initially leaning. thinking, yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to get to the window by Sunday. But, you know, Carolina's defense has been pretty good. They've been like a top half of the NFL sort of unit this year. Um, just Bryce Young is so, so bad. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, without J.C. Horn, I was thinking about getting on some Michael Pittman props. I think that'd be a way to go because, you know, Baker, he's incentivized to, to sling it around. And um, um, I'm sorry, did I say Pittman? I meant Michael Evans. Of course okay. I did. Yeah, yeah, Michael Evans props. Um, so Not like he's been called number... Michael since elementary school. That's nice Mike. All right, man, listen, I'm, I'm stuttering <laughs> over here. I'm having a rough go. I was trying to look up the number. It's 62 and a half. Yeah, 62 and a half. So I would lean that way too. That might be, that might get to the window as well. Yeah. um, He's, I think he may have been playing hurt. Uh, He's just been kind of falling down. His grading has gone uh, sequentially down over double digits every single game since the last Tampa Bay game where he locked him down. Um, But for me, uh, you know, I'm going to be on some uh, of Rashad White prop. A little same game parlay. I like Rashad White. I just don't know if he's going to finish the game if it ends up becoming a blowout because he has been just a workhorse. And, um, you know, they might want to save him, right? So I have him over 60 and a half. And then just a little insurance here. I I, I paired it with uh, the Bucks minus two and a half, which would have uh, covered in the last game where they won by a field goal. Um, so I'm putting uh, half a unit on that plus 104. Nice. Yeah, I, I feel that. I, I feel like we can't go wrong with Tampa Bay this week. So we'll, we'll lock that in as well. Uh, let's move on, Vinny, to another game I wanted to talk about. How about the Bears heading to Green Bay? Yeah, th- this feels like a bit of deja vu for the Packers, right? Could they really lose at home in back-to-back years in a win-and-in situation? Let me ask you. Does Jordan Love still play for the Packers? Sure does. Yep. So I'm on the Bears here, Vince. I'm, uh, I'm grabbing all the point to loons I can. It looks like I can get three-ish in the market. Yeah. Um, yep. I was hoping for the, the three and a half. Uh, I was there for a there. little while. Yeah, I yeah. missed it. I missed yeah, it. I did I'm, too. I'm, I'm very I'm late to the party. That. Yeah. Yeah. But Vince, the Bears have been playing like a playoff team for the last month yeah. and a half or two months or so. Justin Fields is making the head brass have to make a really, really tough decision in this offseason, whether to trade him, whether to re-sign him, um, you know, whatever. Um, and Matt Eberflus is as well. He's got his, his run defense ranked number one in the league. They're playing inspired ball, uh, mm-hmm. and they're going up against a Joe Barry defense. So I'm on the Bears here but I'm interested in your take. 
I'm on the Bears. Uh, I the wish I had Bears. three. <laughs> I wish I got the three and a half. Um, you know, like you said, Justin Fields wants to audition, whether it's here or somewhere else. Um, he's just been on fire. And, and Green Bay's got to throw the ball against this elite Bears run defense, um, which leaves your boy Jordan Love. But Jordan might be missing two of his three best weapons here. The rookie sensation, Jaden Reed, he's got a chest injury. He's still questionable. Uh, and Luke Musgrave as well, um, both questionable as of today. So give me the Bears. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, yeah, we're on the Bears. I'm also, Vince, I'm going to take it for about the 37th week in a row. Justin Fields over 52 and a half rushing yards available at Caesars. I played up to 55 and a half <coughs> if I had to. He went nine for 59 last time against Green Bay. And Green Bay has allowed the third most quarterback rush yards this year. I might even sprinkle the 80 plus at plus 240 because I I got priced out of the anytime touchdown. I like playing those for fields when it's, you know, plus 200 or more. We cashed it Mm -hmm. last week. I think it was plus 170 right before the show here. So I would sprinkle 80 plus plus 240. Uh, I'm going to sprinkle that with you. I was, I'm literally in the middle of, of building a Justin Fields prop for rushing yards as we speak. Um, but I'm going to sprinkle the big one with you for some big plus money. Love yeah, it. Let's, let's get that one home. All right, Vince, let's talk about another big game on the slate. This is the very last regular season game of the year. It's Buffalo playing Miami. Vince, this Miami injury report is looking quite grim for the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention Tyreek Hill's house burned down this week while he watched on in a walking boot. I saw that. Man, what a tough week this guy's going to have after after Sunday night. Vince, yeah. I am all over Buffalo here. Now, again, yeah. we have we have futures in play. We have Buffalo to make the playoffs at five to one. I'm not against uh, hitting the no here if you have to, if, if you don't have the stomach for it. Um, you know, if you laid a unit on the plus 500, go ahead and lay another unit on the other side, plus 430 or whatever it is. And, you know, you can sit back and watch the game. But I'm doubling down. I love Buffalo to win this game. I'll lay the two and a half. What do you think about this? Yeah, uh, it was my first play of the week earlier this week. I am all over Buffalo. Um, love that it's two and a half now, is it? I believe I saw two and a half. Two and a half. I flipping love that. Um, man, I have to scroll through the Dolphins injury list here to just get a full report of who's on it. Um, and of course, man, heartbreak. Bradley Chubb goes out. Uh, he's gone for the year, it looks like, right? Uh, last week. What was my uh, doppelganger doing? Jeez. Yeah, you ain't kidding. Xavier Howard's out. Um, their other outside linebacker, Jerome Baker, is questionable. So, you know, look out um, for James Cook uh, rushing props. I'll probably post a couple of those there um, this evening. Uh, Mostert is questionable again, and Jalen Waddell is questionable. He's got a high ankle sprain, I believe, so I highly doubt uh, they throw him out there in a game that really doesn't get them, you know, a whole lot. Um, I think that's right. They get a couple, uh, you know, I, I think, I'm trying to pull up here what what the uh, what the playoff tree looks like, but they're not going to get a whole lot of uh, of value out of throwing all these guys out there. I think they're going to try to save them up and make a make a deeper run here. So I'm all over Buffalo. Yep, I agree. I agree with you. Um, so let's go ahead and take that one to the bank. And we are big Buffalo fans. 
come Sunday night. That is for sure. Uh, another prop I'm going to take, Vince, let's go back to the window with Josh Allen anytime touchdown. The bookmakers will not learn. It's minus 110 over at bet365. So just going to go ahead and lock that in. It, it, it really doesn't bear repeating, but he is the best red zone threat the Buffalo Bills have. This is cashed, I think, 13 out of the last 16 weeks now. I'm sorry. Yeah. 14 out of the last 17 weeks. Or, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's a lot. He's it's a lot. a lot. It's a lot. Counting, not my thing. Um, but yes, also, Vince, the Bills are two and a half at DraftKings as well as FanDuel. And also, if you can, points bet. But who, who actually okay. can still bet there? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, so I scooped up Josh Allen at, at one fifteen. Uh, it was where I could find him on ESPN uh, yesterday morning. So I'm with you on that one. Nice, love bye, to hear. Bye, bye. Good stuff. All right, Vince, I got another one. I got another one picked out here. The New York Jets are visiting Foxborough to take on Bill Belichick in possibly his last game with the yeah. New England Patriots. But Vince, they're playing somewhat inspired-ish football. You know, they've, they've yeah. won two out of the last four. Um, you know, and that's with the Chiefs and Buffalo. Um, Bailey Zappi has, uh, I don't know how to say it. It looks like he's been a better leader than Mac Jones. But every time I blinked my eyes on Sunday, he was giving the ball to the Buffalo Bills. And that defense kept him in it. Mm-hmm. So... You know, is it Belichick's last game? That's the word on the street. But they are still showing some fight. There's a lot of veterans on the defense. There's a lot of pride. Plus, the Patriots have won the last 15 games against the Jets. They've also covered their last four games with Zappy under center. The Jets are starting Trevor Simeon. That's the handicap. I like the Patriots here on the money line, minus 125. Yep, uh, I'm with you. So... January 3rd, I posted that was uh that was another one there, New England money line. I, I started with the the one and a half, the minus one and a half, and I, I looked at the weather report and it's gonna be a mess up there um in New York. And that field's already or is it New York or is it or is it New England? New England. Uh, We're in New England. New England. All right, good. So there won't be uh the field's not so much of a mess, but it's still gonna be a lot of weather. Uh so I did uh I did take the money line there as well. I'm at minus one twenty six. And I'm, you know, man, I, I almost kind of made that play blindly when I saw that, um, you know, New England's rush defense is fantastic. The whole defense is fantastic. Um, you know, if, if Zappi can just protect the ball and, um, you know, get a couple field goals in there, I think that, that probably seals the deal. And, and Belichick's, he's probably done. And there's no way he's going to lose his last game in New England. I think you might see a couple crazy trick plays, uh, just anything he can do to make sure that he solidifies um that last win so let's take it to the register boom yeah I, I love it i love it and i think the jets are are basically packing it in you know they they gave it a good shot but now they're they're gonna turn their attention towards where they they have a real quarterback and Aaron, you know aaron Rodgers next year so just sucks for for jets fans everywhere i'm not one of them i don't care so love this go new england um another game that has some playoff implications Vinny is Atlanta heading to the Superdome mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Um, I'm looking for this game listed in the, the chart here. Okay, so the Saints are laying three. Man, I like the Saints here. I don't have a big write-up for this one. I know Derek Carr is playing a little bit. 
uh, better. Kamara, I believe, will not be available, uh, but I still like the Saints. I, I'm, I'm not a big Falcons believer. They've got tons of weapons that they just refuse to use. Give me the Saints here, minus the three. Um, yeah, I just saw that. So, yeah, it looks like Kamara did not practice all week. Uh, I don't have a... I'll have to check his status here while we're still talking about it, but that's that's interesting. I'm actually on the other side of this. I'm leaning. I don't have a, a hard play on Atlanta, but I am on the other side. So, um, man, uh, both teams have just been wildly inconsistent all year, but on the ground is usually the way to beat the Saints this year. Over the last three weeks, they've been a top five rushing defense, but don't let that fool you. The Rams in the, the game in the middle there gave up over 137 yards. They have a real rushing attack. That game was sandwiched by the Bucks and the Giants, uh, who kind of don't. So if you strip those two games out, the Saints are the fifth worst team in football year to date uh, in against the rush. So that makes me want to take the Falcons here. And that's their that's their bread and butter. That's what they do, uh, especially if Ritter is getting the start here. But Arthur Smith, he's last an idiot. time the last time he played the Saints in Week Twelve, they won the game. They rushed for two hundred twenty eight yards. That's the highest game total by over almost 50 yards all year. But can we trust them again? In the Saints' eight losses, opponents have run the ball 32 times per game. In that Week 12 matchup, Arthur Smith handed the ball off 34 times. But can we trust them again? I don't know, but I am leaning Falcons, and I like Bijan here. Yeah, Bijan's probably the, you know, if you or I were coaching... Would, would probably be the way to go. Um, but we're not. We've, we've got this moron at the helm. Uh, you know, they don't use Kyle Pitts. It's just, just a comedy of errors over there in Atlanta land. So I'm going with the Saints. There's still a way uh, for, for them to get into the playoffs. I like it. Give me the Saints to cause some trouble on Sunday. Okay. Um, right. Where would you like to go next? Uh, what do we have? We really don't have much of anything of consequence left here. I think we've, we've touched most of them. Jacksonville at Tennessee has some, some playoff, uh, implications. And I think that's, that's probably the only, the last one there. Yeah. Um, so it looks like it was going to be CJ Beathard going again for Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. we're happy to see that get well soon, Trevor Lawrence, but not by Sunday. We've got Jacksonville. No, uh, you know, to miss the playoffs at plus, a thousand that's plus 220 right now feeling really good we just need mike vrabel to find a little pride and inspire this team uh it's a divisional matchup uh vrabel was on the record saying losing sucks so he's right about that we would love to see the titans win is it going to be Tannehill again um that'd be okay is it going to be derrick henry's last game in tennessee uh that you know they might send him off there but the Jaguars are really, really stuttering down the down the stretch here. Uh, they were eight and three at one point, Vince, and uh, you know now they're nine and seven. So the wheels have fallen off, and we just hope they stay off one more time. I'm leaning the Titans plus four and a half. Yeah, I think uh, I, I still think somehow Jacksonville is going to find a way to just win the game. Um, but I think uh, I think four and a half sounds great. You're going to give me four and a half, you know, in a game of Tennessee wins or loses a lot of games by a field goal. Um, so, you know, I think I would lean there with you uh, for sure. Yep. Cool. Uh, let's talk about another one. 
the Vikings are on life support, but there are some, you know, different scenarios that can get them in. Uh, looks like they're going with Nick Mullins. Then you've got the Lions on the other side. Uh, they're laying three at home. Um, Dan Campbell went on the record saying that he's playing everybody, that he's going to be, you know, violent and, <laughs> yeah. um, you know, they, they want to win and blah, 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 yeah. which is good because I've got uh, a in-season win total that I've got on the Lions, and I, I, I need this one. So I'm leaning the Lions here, laying the three. Uh, I would take a money line win, but I just I have lost all faith in this Vikings team. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. But they also shot themselves in the foot by by starting um, re, uh, Hall last week, which we saw. Um, you know, I kind of I figured he would get the yank after halftime, which he did. Uh, if they if they got a chance this week, it's going to be against uh, with Mullins against this Lions team. I don't know, man. I, the debacle of the Lions Cowboys last week. And the, oh. and the press, the press that Dan Campbell has gotten, and and the criticism, I I just I can't help but believe there's got to be somebody in that building that just comes down and says, you know, hey Dan, puts puts their hand on his shoulder and says, you know, listen, I know you want to play everybody, but but you're not gonna, you're not gonna this week, and and I think maybe he negotiates, you know, the first half. Uh, let me let me keep him in there for the first half at least. I just want to see him play hard one more time, and then and then they say, "Well, you realize you're in the playoffs," and he goes, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right." So I actually like the Detroit Lions um, in the first half. I posted earlier in the uh, in the week. I've got them first half uh, minus one and a half for one uh, minus one twenty. And you know, I I don't know what the rest of the game entails, Phil. I think it could be wild, um, but. I don't think I don't think that he leaves the guys out the whole game, and I think the Vikes have a chance to win because of that. But we'll see. Yeah, that feels good. What were they doing going for two? You know, after after the penalty, right from the you seven, know, from the seven, it's not a fifty fifty shot anymore. So yeah. yes, Dan Campbell, he's a beautiful, beautiful combination of you know old school and new school analytics. But I think he got a little confused there because it's not a fifty fifty shot anymore. Oh, you don't yeah. have no. It's, it, 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 send the kicker in. Listen, it, I was playing Madden yesterday with my nine and a half year old son, and he was fourth and seven. And I couldn't help but think of what would Dan Campbell do. And you know what my son, my no. nine and a half year old son did? He punted. He kicked. He kicked the field goal. <laughs> you let your nine and a half year old son in the in the point scoring range. I did. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. you know, uh, you know, I, I try to, I try to hit, you know, use the hit stick every single time. So it's a high risk, high reward, you know, <laughs> it's Dan Campbell. <laughs> All right. We've got some more games here. We should just lightly touch on. How about Cleveland in Cincinnati, Cleveland, not playing anyone. It, it's going to be, what is it? PJ Walker again? Uh, or no, no, it's, it's Jeff Driscoll, right? Uh, for Cleveland. That's oh, weird. Dris- I didn't know. Driscoll he was- got the nod. Yeah, I didn't know he was still in the league until, you know, I saw that he was going to play. Um, Good for him. So, yeah. So, I mean, they are literally not playing anybody. Uh, the Bengals are laying seven here. I would lean Bengals. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um, I, I kind of was leaning Bengals since the beginning of the week. I was, I was kind of afraid to pull the trigger um, on a full touchdown spread because I thought that they would actually play Joe Flacco. Um, earlier in the week. I was hoping they, they would, you know, because, you know, I just, I like the story, but they can't afford to lose another quarterback. I mean, no. Stefanski, boy, that, that'd be the bonehead 
bonehead coaching move of the year if if Flacco goes out there and gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, the line has not moved um, at all. So clearly, no one no one thought uh, Joe Flacco was starting. Maybe just me. So I do lean Bengals. Um, yeah, I think they can cover that in this game. Yeah, it feels good. Um, I got another lean on the Chiefs. Uh, you know, they're playing the Chargers. They are getting three and a half points. Vince, it's going to be Blaine Gabbert at the helm for the Chiefs against Easton Stick in the Chargers. Um, boy, the Chargers are really, really bad. They're just not good. Even, you know, with the new interim coach and all this stuff, they're just a terrible football organization. And then the Chiefs are getting points. Um, you know, they don't beat anybody by margin anyway. So maybe this would be a good practice for how to win with defense and scoring slow. They're just not explosive. Um, you know, you, you got to keep everybody out there except Mahomes and Kelsey. So I, I, I kind of like the Chiefs here plus the three and a half. Yeah, I don't really have a side here. I don't really have a take here other than, you know, uh, you, you know, people say, oh, well, they're going to they're going to bench all their starters again. You, you can't bench everybody. Um, you know, and they've got a great defense. They got a, a deep defense. Um, and so I think Stick's going to have some trouble with that still. Um, they might move the ball a little bit with Eckler. He's got a couple incentives out there um, for some scrimmage yards. I think over 119, I think it is, for him. Yeah, he, so, won't, he won't get there. He may not get there. Um, but three and a half, uh, I don't know if that's enough to get me there, but I do lean Chiefs with you here. Nice. All right. Well, I'll take a little emotional emotional support um and we've been dying to talk about this one vince the rams are starting carson wentz at quarterback against the 49ers um this one looks like it's going to be just a a glorified exhibition nobody's really going to play in this thing uh puka nakua is going to give it a go for the rams I would imagine just long enough to get his four catches and 30-ish yards to break both of the rookie records, and then he'll park it. Um, do you have a, a side in this game or, or you know anything you want to talk about? Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, but, you know, the other, the other uh, kind of the, the flip side of the coin here, the Chiefs being deep, you know, the 49ers are not a deep team. Uh, you know, they are very much um, top-heavy on the roster, so... You know, I do think the Rams probably win this game, so I'm a little bit surprised, um, you know, that they're getting four here. Um, I, but then again, Kyle Shanahan doesn't really like to rest folks, so he's he's said that publicly for many years now in a row. Um, McCaffrey's out. Uh, it looks like, uh, yeah, he's definitely out. I don't know. I, I don't really have a play here, but you know, I probably lean the Rams. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm really excited that McVeigh is going to let. Um, at least attempt to get Puka his his two records because I think that's that's huge. Um, yeah. And then I think it makes the calculus very very easy for us. So we're in on Puka, offensive rookie of the year, twenty three to one, twenty five to one, very very sexy. And um, you know I, I see that that's around four to one now. Feels good. And I think it, it becomes as easy as the Rams are in the playoffs. Will C.J. Stroud beat the Colts? So our uh, you know, Indianapolis Colts hold the the skeleton key for a lot of different things for us, Vince. If the I think if the Colts beat the Texans, and uh, that that might just about do it for C.J. Stroud and his offensive rookie of the year campaign. What do you what do you think there? Yeah, I think so too. Um, 
looks like he is still a strong favorite, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, if that doesn't happen, um, I'm with you. Yeah. I think we got some, some money in the bank with Puka. Show me what you drink. All right. Um, how about your, your Eagles? They're in a, a bad way. They are playing the giants this weekend. So getting, getting another version of the giants, but this time led by Tyrod Taylor, who caused a little bit of, bit of trouble over the the christmas holiday for the birds um the eagles struggling uh you know lost last week to the cardinals they were up big at halftime just another instance of predictable offense terrible defense um just bad game planning poor coaching can the giants take advantage yeah absolutely um you know in fact you know i i I, I, I thought about making this the first time all year that I would actually take a side and, and go ahead and take the Giants plus the points against my birds. Um, and I'm not going to do it officially, uh, but I, I would probably recommend it. Um, the Eagles cannot get any better in, you know, by winning this game. The only way they get better, um, well, they would have to win, but also the commanders would have to beat the Cowboys, which is definitely not happening. Um, and so I just, you know, I, there's a lot of talk about, uh, you know, Nick playing some starters in the first half, looking up to see what the Cowboys are doing. I just, I don't know. I don't know if he will. Now, if it was me and I had the keys to the castle um, with, with the, you know, the, just no rhythm, no flow, no anything going on with this offense, forget about the defense. I would have all of my starters out there, every single play, the entire game to try to get something going into the playoffs. But I don't think he's going to do that because he's an idiot. I said it. I think he's an idiot and he's got to get his crap together, get these coordinators out of here and figure out what he's going to do. I'm, I'm tired of the excuses. At some point you have to hold the head coach accountable for an offensive coordinator making terrible decisions. And, uh, and these players are being put in a really sticky situation in these locker room interviews, trying to say that they're on their side and that they're, you know, they've got their backs. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Oh my goodness! I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. <laughs> There's so that's many. About it's, that's about all it's missing from the Eagles locker room drama this year. Bro- Broad Street's just lined with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a mess in Philly, and if you know, if I were Nick Sirianni, I would, I would do just as you do, Vince. I would play all the starters every snap. They need to create some rhythm. Uh, they need to snap out of this funk. Um, I love the Giants here in this spot, so I'm going to play the Giants plus the five and a half points. I like Tyrod; he's kind of a spark plug, wily veteran. Um, you know, he almost he almost led a, a miracle comeback against the Eagles a couple weeks ago. Um, their defense you, stinks. Yeah, you know, you, you know, you might call Tyrod unlimited. I would, I would. We needed that button. We hadn't pressed yeah, it so far. This that's year, right. Or this, yeah, this show. Don't worry. Ha! Good stuff. Um, let's see. I think there's w- just one other game, so we, we probably should just touch on it. Seahawks. Cardinals. Cardinals getting three. Um, Gino. He stinks. I kind of like the Cardinals here, just at, at first glance. I, I don't know if I'm taking a side, but I like Kyler in the cards. Yeah, I, I, I kind of do too. I mean... Um... Yeah, both of these these defenses stink. Uh, you know, basically right next to each other in the worst in the league in rush defense. 
Um, you know, both middle of the pack or worse in, in, in pass defense. I could see this being a bit of a higher, higher scoring affair, uh, you know, divisional battle. The Seahawks is a must win, of course, but they're going to need some help on top of it. Um, but I, I, I'm with you, man. I mean, um, you know, you, if, I, if you listen to the uh, James Conner interview on the field after beating the Birds, I mean, these guys are, are fired up. Gannon's got them fired up, and, and they just want to go out with a bang. And um, I just don't know if the, you know, if the Seahawks are going to be able to hang on the road here. I kind of lean Cardinals with you. Yeah, and I mean, if you're a, a book club member or if you listen to our preseason show, uh, I had the Cardinals. We found a rogue under 4.5, minus 110 at Superbook. So we were all over that. That hangs in the balance here. I, I thought that was safe until, you know, the Eagles did Eagle stuff last week and cracked that door. So grabbing the three points is sort of like a middle. I'm getting the middle here. I can cash them both, um, but I'm protecting the win total. So I'm going to take the Cardinals plus the three. I'm going to wait till a little closer to game time and wait for that must win narrative to kick in and hopefully get a hook. Um, but I am probably going to be on the Cardinals side here. Oh, it is the premier avian matchup of the week. I might add. There it is. There it is. So that about wraps up our regular season. Okay. All right. There it is. Um, that, that about does it Vince. That's all the regular yeah. season we've got. Um, so next weekend, we've got a big, big episode. We've got a big guest. I'm very excited to announce who that is later this week. Um, but if you want the inside track on all of our plays, all of the Speedway Steve 2 content, which is get ready to get fired up. The Super Bowl doesn't mean it's the end of betting. It means it's the beginning of racing season. So you'll get all the Speedway Steve 2 picks before they go public. You can get... All of Steve's golf plays that season just started. We're on a darts heater. We played 25 matches today. Uh, We've got college basketball, college football when that comes back around. Everything. Hockey is up nearly 20 units. And Arch is developing a new NBA model that is spitting out winners. I think it's 61% or something like that. So join the book club at www.thedgensdegens.net or... Everyone hates Wentz, W-E-N-T-Z dot com. That URL is back to being valuable. Thank you, Carson, for getting the Week 18 start. Vinny, send us home. It has been a phenomenal uh, regular season with you, Phil. An honor and a pleasure. Let's win some money. Let's go into the playoffs with all this dry powder. Let's go, baby. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.